live from the Thomas and Mac, it's Cofield and Company. We're just basically sitting around. I try to drink 10 beers in an hour, get annihilated, curse a lot. Good Lord, Cofield. You have eaten your share of hot dogs in your life. Have you not? I'm an American. I don't want to be muzzled. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. On this Wednesday, it's a game day Wednesday. Later game, right? Those of us in Vegas can handle it. We get it. Mountain West Conference wants the exposure on TV. Hopefully this is uh, the case moving forward where we get a lot of these 8 o'clock games. So you're on CBS Sportsnet or FS1. We'll give you all the details on the game tonight. 8 o'clock start. Fresno is in town. So we're down here at the Thomas and Mac getting you ready for the show. Check that. The game. Uh, we're all ready for this show. Angel is hanging out with us down here. Back in our Finley Toyota Studios is Ari. Well, there's a ton of trending stuff. As I sit down, I'm seeing some interesting things on the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll get to that in just a couple minutes. Ari, how you doing, buddy? I am great. Ooh, dealing with some technical stuff, as usual, but I'm great other than that. You're juggling, you're juggling. Um, are you distracted right now because of the oncoming or the upcoming NBA All-Star game? You've been sending over a bunch of stories about ASG. The latest being... Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight is going to sing the national anthem. I know you and many of the eternal lockdowners are not in favor of having an All-Star game. Uh, LeBron James is not <laughs> an eternal lockdowner. I don't think he really wants to have a game. Maybe he's been flipped on this one, but... About two weeks ago, he and several other players were like, what are we doing here? You know, what is this for? Well, we know it's for TV and the NBA saying for the fans. It doesn't look like any fans will be allowed in in Atlanta. In fact, the mayor of Atlanta was like, don't come to fans. Because generally, the all these All-Star games, but especially the NBA All-Star game, is like a giant convention for NBA and basketball fans. And Mayor Bottoms is like, no, we're not ready. Like, we're trying to get through covid do not come here. So I bust your chops about being an eternal lockdowner. You've been very careful. Yeah. Knock on plastic table. You've avoided the worst, uh, even though you've been around it, right? A couple close calls. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, clo- <laughs> a lot of close calls uh, inside the building. <laughs> Are you worried about Gladys Knight? I mean, I'm not worried, but like, like as I said in the, uh, the topic sheet, you know, they, they better make sure they're taking the right precautions. Oh, my God. You know, she is. She's actually. She looks like she's really in great shape and healthy. But uh, I believe I'm going to look it up. But I think she is over 80, if I'm not mistaken. And this will be what a couple of years removed from her doing the national anthem at the Super Bowl, and she was tremendous in that one. She's not 80 yet. 76. Yeah. Yeah, she's 76. So uh, same age as, as my mother, about a month younger. By the way, I got to. Busy day today. I got to call my uh, younger brother. It's his birthday today, so he's getting old. Oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, we hope uh, Gladys Knight is okay. Uh, she's doing it live. I hope she does. She's awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. So that, that could be the feather in the cap of the All-Star game. Keep her safe. Right. Will there be prop bets for, for her? Uh, should there be? Well, didn't you say she holds the record, was it, for, like, the longest brave or something? She, or? she might have it. Um, I'm not sure that those bets are ever going to happen Again, because Legit. of what happened at the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. And we had someone. It's, it was kind of amazing at the Super Bowl. Someone's out there on, like, Friday taping from, I don't know, a quarter mile away. But the stadium's so loud. Uh, someone's outside with a phone outside of Ray James. 
and they actually caught the rehearsal, and, like, the rehearsal was basically the same time almost on the dot as the regular performance. So the over-under for the national anthem at the Super Bowl was set at, like, 159.5, two minutes. It ticked up to, like, 203. Well, that secret taping, which wasn't that secret because it got out all over the Internet, was 216, so it went way over, and I think most books at that point had uh, pulled it down or had severe limits on it. So, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, Gladys Knight. National anthem over under at the All Star game. Why not? You know what? Screw it. Screw it. <laughs> we got Adam Candy here with us. Adam is in on everything gambling uh, related with LegalSportsReport.com, and we've got a bunch of stories developing here. Uh, we'll have to get to what's going on in Texas because Adam Hill's head almost exploded on that whole thing about the the licenses go to the sports organization. Like, what? I thought there was supposed to be separation between gambling and the organizations. We got a lot of night's news, but I'll open with you on this one because we got a cancellation to talk about tomorrow. But something weird came across today. I don't know if it's been deleted since because I see it, and then it says failing to load tweet. But there was a a tweet a while ago, 10 a.m., the Vegas Golden Knights. We're excited to announce a new partnership with You Pick Trade as the official sports recommendation pick service of the Vegas Golden Knights. Now – UFC is one thing, because they've got a tout who does their videos in uh, Vegas Runner. Candy, what's going on here? I'm sure you guys at Legal Sports Report are all over this. This is this is getting, boy, from, from just a couple of years ago, everything gambling was evil for all these pro sports organizations. Now we may have owners holding licenses to sports books in Texas, and now we've got tout services? Is that what this is? This Lining is- up with teams? This is the Vegas Golden Knights lining up with a tout service in wow. what one of my colleagues dubbed the single dumbest idea in U.S. legal sports betting up to this point. I did not say that. My colleague did in a tweet. You can find it if you like. We just put a story up at LegalSportsReport.com right now. The Golden Knights announced this deal earlier today and said that they are partnering with YouPickTrade.com, a, t- a tout service based in Mexico. Okay, good. They're calling themselves, of course, a sports betting pick service, which you pay $89 per month for their picks. They advertise on their website, right on the homepage, make a living off of betting on sports. 80% guarantee. I didn't see that part. I haven't looked at the website yet. Wow, this is kind of crazy. Uh, this is something that, you know, we've seen a lot of partnerships, right? Vegas Golden Knights with William Hill, et cetera, et cetera. That's a normal thing that we're seeing all over the country. There has been one thing that has united everyone in the sports betting world today, and that is looking around at this and saying, why did they do this? Why are they partnering with a tout? Because there's a quote from someone with the Knights in the article, in the press release, that says, we're hoping that our fans will use this service. You're like, hold on a second. It's one thing if you say a team is partnering with a sports book, or even what you just said, a a team is licensing with a sports book. What are you doing when you sign a partnership with a company that is giving picks on games where they're, your fans could come back to you and say, wait a minute, you gave me this service. You told me this is where I was supposed to go for my picks. I'm paying $89 a month. I haven't hit a winner in three weeks. And that will happen. You know that will happen. Weird, man. Weird day. Uh, the tickets for VGK games became available this morning at 9.30. Uh, we've got a story. Uh, we've got a couple stories a little later in the show that we'll tell you about. I did notice that uh, 
Well, first of all, I'll ask you, did you hear any stories about you know ticket availability and how people made out trying to get their tickets, season ticket holders up first? I haven't heard anything in relation to it. What have you heard? Uh, Willie Ramirez tweeted a little while ago, um, one husband-wife tandem just texted to tell me they ponied up 203 a ticket, $28 fulfillment fee for the March 15th game against San Jose. Total cost for four tickets in the lower bowl, $923.80. That's a lot. Now, that said, you knew it was going to be a lot. And I don't know, what do the Golden Knights owe to Vegas and the season ticket holders in terms of what they charge? Remember, there was a little bluster uh, over UNLV football, right? Because the tickets to UNLV football at the Al, 2,000 tickets, they were they were going to be pricey. And people complained about it. And it's like, in a lot of ways, if they're, if they're putting on these games and they're letting fans in, they're not making money. So they're trying to recoup some of their money. And if there's a public out there that's willing – if season ticket holders are willing to go in and spend, you know, $925 on four tickets, can we get mad at the Vegas Golden Knights? It's supply and demand right now. It's only 2,600 tickets. And hopefully that's going to jump up in the coming months, Candy. Is this a bad look? I really don't think so, quite honestly, because you just said lower bowl tickets, right? Lower bowl tickets pretty much cost that in the first place with the Golden Knights. This isn't new, right? I mean, even if you go on the resale market, 20 minutes before a Golden Knights game, you're not seeing anything for less than $100 in the lower bowl for sure. So the face value on most of these tickets is going to be close to that in the first place. So, no, I don't think that the Golden Knights necessarily owe anything to people. Like, even though Bill Foley is a billionaire, we all know this. Like, they're running a business in which they are trying to make money and people are wanting to go into the building. Realistically, if they drove the price up, don't you think people would still go? People desperate for an outlet? Totally. Yeah. You knew, I mean, you knew coming out of the gates, any event that's available, people are going to go to. Hell, the Mountain West and the WAC not allowing fans as of now in their tournaments. Pac-12 may. I'm not sure. Have you seen an official word on the Pac-12? Um, if the Pac-12 chooses to open things up, I think there's going to be incredible demand. Much of it from out of the market, but I think in the market. People, are going, people who have money are going to look at these events and go, all right, you know. Release me. I'm ready to go. I will pay double, triple to get in. So I, I'm – listen, it's not my cup of tea. I'm not paying, you know, $250 a ticket for anything. I love sports, but I don't, you know, love it or love them that much. But if people want to step up and do it, they're going to do it. Now, tomorrow's game for the Knights. Oh, boy. Uh, another cancellation. San Jose on the road. It looks like uh, San Jose organization member – is it a player? San Jose – It is a player a in the player, San Jose organization. Yeah, yeah. has gone on the uh, the COVID list. So, as uh, we hear all the time, out of an abundance of caution, we uh, will be canceling the game. As of now, it looks like the uh, Golden Knights' next game against Anaheim, that one should be fine. But this tilt against San Jose has gone down the drain, and I'm sure they'll look to reschedule it down the road. So, so and not only were – they're going to have to reschedule this game. If I'm not mistaken, Steve, this was a reschedule in the first place from the Golden Knights schedule. So we're dealing with that. And I don't know if you already, you already mentioned the Tyrell Williams uh, news at the top. Did I, miss, did I miss that? No. It's, okay. Tyrell Williams has been released by the Raiders. Uh, we knew this was coming with the big contract that he has. And two years into a $44 million four-year deal, after getting less than one half of one season out of Tyrell Williams, he is gone from the organization. First of probably a few cuts of some high-level guys that they had high hopes for that didn't pan out. So we got more Raiders coming up later on. Caleb Herring is going to join us today. Uh, we've got Joe Esposito. Coach Joe, our college basketball insider, is up in about 20 minutes. But 
First, on the way back, we got to get to the latest on Tiger Woods. And uh, Candy's a big golf fan. He's a big sports fan. Um, man, I, speaking to people yesterday, people were all over the place on reacting to the news of Tiger and following the news of Tiger. Um, I was pretty I – I wouldn't say broken up. Man, I was – I was very concerned, and yet I talked to other people who were like, yeah, not a big deal. I'm like, not a big deal. It's Tiger Woods. Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. Brian Head Ski and Snowboard Resort is experiencing the best conditions of the season. The latest storms have given Brian Head over a four-foot base, making this the perfect time to come to Brian Head. If you don't know how to ski or snowboard, no worries. Brian Head has an excellent ski school that'll have you skiing or boarding in no time. And don't forget to purchase your lift passes online. The earlier you buy them, the more you save. Plus, you can go straight to the lifts and avoid the lines at the ticket window. To purchase your lift passes or to get the latest conditions, go to brianhead.com. Silver 7's Hotel and Casino and William Hill Race and Sportsbook are teaming up for another great year of exciting sports action. Sign up for a William Hill Nevada mobile sports account and you'll receive a $50 bonus on top of your $50 deposit by using promo code GET50. Plus, Silver 7's Hotel and Casino has newly remodeled rooms, redesigned suites, new private cabanas, and an updated spacious gaming floor with over 400 slot machines and $3 electronic table games. Don't miss all the action at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino on the corner of Flamingo and Paradise. Guys, if you're seeking a solution for ED, enlargement, or overall enhanced sexual performance, Genesis Lifestyle Medicine can help. Genesis Lifestyle Medicine provides safe and tested sexual wellness treatments for men, all administered by specialists. If you aren't satisfied with your sexual performance or experience, call them now for a free consultation. Plus, get 50% off all erectile dysfunction services, 702-216-7496, or find them online at genesislifestylemedicine.com. That's genesislifestylemedicine.com. Hey, Chuck, I saw on CNN that over 40% of the American population can't cover a $400 emergency expense. Is that true? The bad news, yes, 100% true. The good news, this is exactly the group of folks we welcome every day at Dollar Loan Center. I can't tell you how many times I've told the critics of our industry to simply walk into a bank and try to borrow a couple thousand dollars. Most banks won't even take your application, Craig. We get it at Dollar Loan Center. We're here for you, the real people in Nevada who run into a pinch every now and then. That was Chuck, founder of Dollar Loan Center, where you can get up to five grand in just minutes and have up to a year to pay it back, even if you don't have a checking account. We have over 50 locations and our friendly Dollar Loan Center staff are ready to help. You can also apply over the phone or online at don'tbebroke.com. Licensed by Nevada Financial Institutions Division. Customer must meet the normal loan qualifications. Review loan qualifications. Visit us at don'tbebroke.com. Certain limitations may apply. Loans are subject to approval. At GiveMeTheVin.com, it's all digital. We have a 45-second offer online. It's fast, it's easy, and we have the best online reviews on the planet. Sell me your car. Sell us your car. GiveMeTheVin.com. So easy you can do it in your underwear. Hi there. Jackson Hewitt Tax Service here. Want to save some money filing your taxes? File your taxes with Jackson Hewitt now and pay $50 less than you paid someone else last year. That's right. Pay $50 less than last year. Have your taxes done by a skilled Jackson Hewitt tax pro and get the biggest refund possible. Guaranteed. It's win-win-win. Get more, pay less, but act now. The offer won't last. Get your coupon code and offer details at jacksonhewitt.com. That's Jackson Hewitt. Heard the good news about COVID-19 vaccines? They're here. But you can do more than wait for your turn. Here's how. Stay at least six feet away from folks you don't live with. And it's risky to be indoors with them, too. And masks? Well, they protect both the person wearing them and the folks around them. 
Wear a mask, watch your distance, and make a big difference now. Learn more about vaccines at cdc.gov coronavirus. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Does learning a language feel like this? No habla espanol. Hablo. It's hablo? Yes. It's hablo. <laughs> when you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Since my husband is from Guatemala, I'll apply what I've learned in Babbel to our real-life situations. The app is so easy to use, and it's so practical. It helps you learn things that you will actually need. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. I'm Justin Watkins with Battleborn Injury Lawyers. Some people call an attorney when they hear a catchy jingle or the kids memorize a phone number. But most people ask friends or family who they used because the bottom line is most people just want an attorney who is good at their job and answers the phone. At Battleborn, we have built our practice on the word of mouth referrals from happy clients because we keep our promises and get great results. So if you need an attorney, call Battleborn Injury Lawyers at 570-9000. That's 570-9000. Love a great steak, but don't want to pay $50, $60, $70 for one? Make it yourself. Great steaks directly from MeetUpVegas.com. They have the best meat exclusively sold to the finest steakhouses, never sold to the public until now. Use the code COFIELD for a discount. MeetUpVegas.com. It's M-E-A-T-UpVegas.com. Start the year off right and get into the hottest performing sporty sedan, the all-new redesigned 2021 TLX at Finley Acura in the Valley Auto Mall. With its superior handling, optional drive modes, and advanced technology, it's the best sporty sedan on the road today. And get special 1.9% APR for up to 60 months. Only at Finley Acura in the Valley Auto Mall or online at FinleyAcura.com. Profit valid OAC through Acura Financial Services. Down payment varies. Restrictions apply. Expires 3-1-2021. Did you know that you can get pest control for your home or business that doesn't use any harmful chemicals? Nothing could be more natural than Mother Nature's solution for pests, cats. Adopt a working cat from the Animal Foundation to help eradicate your pesky pests. The Working Cat Program is designed to save lives while providing free, eco-friendly, around-the-clock pest control for local homes and businesses. Visit AnimalFoundation.com for details. Generously funded by the Dave and Cheryl Duffield Foundation. to Cofield and Company, live at the Thomas and Mac. Slamming day here on ESPN Las Vegas. Candy's here. It's Cofield, Thomas and Mac. 8 o'clock start. 8 o'clock start tonight with the Rebels taking on Fresno. Key games here as they now have two. Oop, nope, not two. Four more games to close out the season. If you missed it yesterday, they'll play Fresno Wednesday, Friday this week. Then Wednesday next week, San Diego State here in vegas and then they close out the season on the road in wyoming so none of those games are easy games and we'll see if the rebels can get through these tilts with a minimum two and two record if not three and one help maybe even pull off the upset against san diego state so no vegas golden knights game tomorrow game against san jose is canceled uh tomas hurdle is the guy on san jose who's gone on the COVID list so san jose can't play means vgk cannot play either Tyro Williams we talked about this about two weeks ago speculation out there that he was going to be cut by the Raiders the uh, receiver who was off injured had a four-year 44 million dollar deal he is gone so some salary cap relief for the Raiders always find it interesting candy on uh, Twitter the Raiders put out the tweet about 42 minutes ago we have released wide receiver Tyro Williams and then there's a Raiders logo and like flashing like a flashing graphic like yeah 
understand when you let's, use that. Let's be a little more understated on the release of a player. For the signings, for the draft picks, go ahead. But, you know, I don't know that we need anything all that exciting. Yeah. The and I, I was having trouble actually reading the flashing. It just says transaction. That is it, 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 it's factual information. It grabs the attention. It grabs the attention. Uh, we're working on more news on the Vegas Golden Knights, including more feedback from folks. You can, especially season ticket holders who try to get tickets today, how'd you make out? You can tweet us at ESPN Las Vegas, at Steve Cofield. We want to hear some stories. We want to hear some stories about that. So yesterday, what were you doing? From, you know, 8 in the morning when we find out about Tiger Woods until we got better news later in the day. It's not great news. The guy has a basically a, pulver, a pulverized right leg. Uh, that ain't good. But I thought it was a pretty scary day. And I'm, I'm not prone to getting, like, freaked out. But uh, with the way COVID has worked out, and we go back even right before COVID a year ago with Kobe Bryant, you know, in January of 2020, I, like, my mind immediately went to that. I was like, oh, come on. Really? Tiger in an accident? I was like, like, is he going to die? Is he going to be paralyzed? I'm like, and those are terrible thoughts when I thought of him. I think we're so conditioned from the last year to hear bad news and expect even worse, to expect that the bad news doesn't have a bottom, that the first thing you hear is Tiger Woods' car accident, right? Just the same thing you initially heard was Kobe Bryant helicopter crash, right? And you think, well, oh, helicopter crash, right? Probably not something survivable. Car crash kind of go either way. But I think right now, with the news that we've dealt with, with COVID and wildfires and racial injustice and so on and so on, like everything seems to have a new bottom that we didn't know before. And that's kind of the worry that came into my mind with Tiger. Yeah, and then you see Jaws of Life. Early on, those are the notes. It doesn't matter that they changed it to, you know, tools. It was tools. It wasn't as serious as Jaws of Life. It means he was trapped in the car. You see the images of the car. That looked terrible. Uh, you know you know that the injuries are pretty serious, not life-threatening. Eventually, we find that out. Um, yeah, I, I was freaked out. So, And I, I got to tell you, not to be, like, super morbid, but if he had perished in the accident, I think it actually would have hit me harder than Kobe. And I'm not here to freaking rank, you know, tragic stories, but – I wasn't always a Kobe fan. I came to appreciate Kobe a lot more uh, later in his career and post-career. Uh, but I've always been a Tiger Woods fan. And he's, his existence is, I know there are a lot of people out there who hate him. Uh, there are people here in, in Vegas who think he's a jackass. Uh, but again, after being reminded of Tiger's rise, fall, you know, rise again on that HBO documentary and uh, how awful in many ways the media, and I'm going to actually remove myself because I was always a Tiger guy and I tried to defend him in almost every case, and some of the stuff was indefensible. You know, if you're going to be a womanizer and juggle women in every single town, uh, one, those women, you know, they're, you know, they were hurt. You could see that in the documentary, but two, don't get married. You want to be a womanizer? Don't get married. But that was, beyond that, like, I defended the guy. Um, so that, it was, that was going to hit me. Yet I talked to people yesterday who were like, eh, I, I think a lot of it was, I don't know, maybe they just made a determination, hey, it's a car, it's probably his fault. He's had driving incidents before. I'm like, man, that's that's pretty harsh. But, again, I'm not going to kill people for saying that, but some people just weren't that moved throughout the day. I guess they assumed he was going to survive, but I, I, I was worried. I think there's a question here of do you believe that someone in some ways, once they have served whatever punishment you think is right for them, 
for what they've done that you don't like, do they get another chance, right? Is there is there a redemption out there for people? And I think with Tiger Woods, with Kobe Bryant, people look at some of their history, and if you choose to have an issue with that, I'm not here to tell you that you're wrong. But at the same time, I come back to yesterday, and the first thought I had was that the last major story we saw about Tiger Woods was him out there playing in a tournament with his son, Sam. And my first thought was, good God, this man has kids who are probably terrified right now. And I don't care what the person has done along the road or what your opinion is of that. Those kids are innocent. And the people who love him are not guilty either. So that's the thing that really hit me hard. Well, he's come through it. I mean, it's not good. Like I said, his right leg is sounds like it's destroyed. I'm not even worried about golf. You know, just hopefully he recovers. He recovers as quickly as possible, and he's got, you know, full motion so he can move around and, and hang out with his kids as, as they grow up. But, yeah, it was it was a crazy day yesterday, and uh, yeah, it was eye-opening. You know, like you mentioned with Kobe, Kobe had the allegations in Colorado, and, and some people never let that go, and they have every right to not let it go. It was a very serious incident. But, yeah, to hear some people yesterday who were like, eh, it's Tiger, you know, immediately rushed to – you know, it's probably high, pills, drunk. Like, I guess, maybe. I don't know. We have no proof of that. But if you want to think like that, you can think like that. Yeah, I mean, rushing to that judgment is just not fair to anyone involved. Not at all. No. I mean, and, and and no one has the right to say, well, he hasn't earned the benefit of the doubt. He sure as hell has because he's a human being. If you think that you've never gone out there before and done something that has hurt someone the way Tiger Woods hurt other people, I challenge you to talk to the people who've been in your world throughout your life and find out that you probably have, like I know I sure as hell have. So I'm not about to say anything until we find out the results of that investigation. Do you think there's a cutoff age wise in terms of how hard this hit some people as they were following it? Do you think it like maybe the last 10 years, he just hasn't, he wasn't Tiger Woods. He obviously came back and won a major, but you know, he was fighting to get back in golf. He just wasn't as significant for some people as others. Is there a cutoff age wise where you know, you were freaked out yesterday and maybe you weren't freaked out? I think for sure, because when we really first remember Tiger is 96, right? That's the first time that Tiger came into our consciousness as Tiger in all caps and neon. And so if you didn't experience what he was like for the next 10 to 15 years after that, if you were just growing up, if you were a kid, you didn't understand that or you weren't even born yet, then yeah, you probably don't understand what this means to people because it's almost like... It's almost like getting into the Jordan-LeBron debate, right? People who are of our age are going to be predisposed to say Jordan's better. People who grew up over the last 20 years or so are going to say, how could you say that? Look at LeBron. So I get it. There's that, right? There's the following him and, and watching the rise and the incredible run he had. Uh, and then there's also experiencing the uh, ridiculous fall in 2009. So if you experience those, he's... He's one of the biggest sports figures that you've ever seen. Well, and I'll tell you, Steve, I, I have firsthand experience when it comes to this. Um, back when I was a golf reporter, I was at the Masters in 2005. And if you don't remember exactly what 05 was, think of the 16th hole when Tiger is behind the green, hits the chip in what looks like the wrong direction, and it makes a right angle on the green, stops on the edge of the cup with the Nike logo showing because he's a corporate man. <laughs> and then falls in everybody explodes steve i've 
I've covered the World Series. I have been at all sorts of major events over the course of my life. I have never felt a roar go through me. I was standing about maybe 50 yards from the green. I have never felt a roar go through me the way that did that day. The way people loved the Tiger Woods experience at that time was not like anything else I've ever seen. Up next, we turn the page to a little college basketball. Our college basketball insider, Joe Esposito, will discuss the Mountain West in terms of bids for the NCAA tournament, looking at bracketology, getting pretty aggressive with that. And also, they just added a bunch of games. Is this good for the league? Visit Cofield's Corner on LVSportsNetwork.com for access to the latest podcasts and best interviews. Sign up today for a new William Hill Nevada mobile sports account and you can earn a $50 bonus on top of your original $50 or more deposit using promo code GET50. That's promo code GET50. The William Hill Nevada mobile sports app allows you to bet on the go from any iPhone, iPad, or Android device from anywhere in Nevada. Sign up today and you'll never miss another bet. With the largest wagering menu, the mobile sports app features live in-play betting on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, and tennis. For more information, visit williamhill.us. William Hill is a proud partner of the Vegas Golden Knights. It's the Gadget Freak Fest with Demo Dave. Brought to you by Dollar Loan Center, where you get the most time to pay your loan back. Stop in or visit us online at don'tbebroke.com. T-Mobile has just announced a new monthly phone plan for those that want that sweet 5G speed and also like to consume large amounts of data. Magenta Max is a first and only 5G consumer smartphone plan that won't slow you down based on how much data you use. All the other mobile providers will throttle its heaviest users to super slow speeds once you have used the arbitrary set amount of data. Well, T-Mobile promises that with the Magenta Max plan, you can stream unlimited 4K UHD video. You'll also get free Netflix, free GoGo Flight in-flight Wi-Fi, and premium skim shield protection and caller ID. The price is 57 bucks per line and with a special of $47 per line if you act soon. It's good to see T-Mobile bringing 5G high-speed data at a fair price. I'm sure this will push Verizon and AT&T to do the same. Keep listening for more Tech Talk on the Gadget Freak Fest. I'm Demo Dave. The puck has dropped. It's the inaugural season for your Henderson Silver Knights and you can catch all of the action on 1230 The Game. Brought to you by All Temp Refrigeration. For maintenance or replacement with reasonable prices, AllTempLV.com or 702-239-0116. When it comes to dependability in car batteries, no one beats Interstate Batteries. Interstate Batteries has been providing outrageously dependable starting power for over 65 years. With over 200,000 dealers nationwide, there's one near you. Just click on interstatebatteries.com. It's Joe Esposito talking college basketball on Cofield and Company. Coach Joe is in. On a Wednesday, we're getting ready for a UNLV game tonight. 8 o'clock tip against Fresno. Joe, what's going on, buddy? Not much, not much. Just heating up. Less than three weeks till Sunday, Selection Sunday. It's a great time of the year. My Lord. Uh, Mountain West Conference, in order to fulfill its TV obligations, has scheduled a bunch of games for next week. I know San Diego State ain't happy having to come and – you know, play in an all-risk, no-reward game against UNLV. What are your thoughts as a coach of the opinion of coaches and what the league did here? Are these games meaningless, or does the league need these games to be played? Well, they got to play in for the TV rights, and you know how much money goes in that TV without fans. The schools need the money, so I get that part. But really, the only team I can see that could have any type of benefit from it really is Colorado State. You know, they're sitting at a net right now of 45. The magic number is 40. If you're in the top 40 in the net, the history has shown that you're getting in the dance. They get an extra game against New Mexico, who they'll run. 
and then they got uh, our friends up in Reno. So, I mean, they could pick up some extra wins that give them an opportunity maybe to get their net to a better to a better standing. So for them, I think it really may help. But the other teams' games that were added, Boise with Fresno, that's a who-cares game. Utah State's got Fresno and Wyoming. I mean, those games really aren't nothing. I don't know how Coach is going to handle them, but you can't lose those games. Not when you're in the Mountain West and your conference isn't as strong getting teams in. You've got to be really careful about those games, and those games can, could knock you out if you're not careful. Uh, the money is super, super important, but uh, the news that came down from the Mountain West today that San Jose State is now going to be out. Uh, canceled games against Wyoming, two of them. The rescheduled game against Reno, that's out. I mean, that that would also scare the blank out of Yeah, they need the TV money, but uh, you're seeing the risk is not over here. No, you're exactly right. And you, who knows that if it doesn't end up affecting some of these other teams, you know, traveling and, and something happens and, Right before tournament time, somebody gets COVID or whatever. Anything could happen at this point. So it does definitely put a big risk. I'm sure it's not good for the coaches. They can't feel anything. Like San Diego State, you know, they're not having the, the best of years. I mean, the Quadrant 1, they don't have a Quadrant 1 win. They've done great against Quadrant 2, 3, and 4. You know, But they've got a 23 net because they've played good teams. And, uh, you know, they can only lose if they come to UNLV and get beat. I mean, boys, you could pass them. That, that could definitely happen, especially when they're playing each other here in the next two games. By the way, if you're UNLV, are you not a little worried? You just played San Jose State, and now they're shutting down for the next week. Um, I mean, we, you know, we know that COVID is, takes a little while in terms of the spread. So I wonder what the Rebels are thinking right now. Yeah, you know, I, I guess you could be a little concerned. But, you know, the Rebels just need to get a win, and they need to get their record to over 500. You know, I think that's a, that would be a good deal for him and can give him some momentum for next year. They're sitting at seven and seven, ten and eleven. Two of those games against sisters of the poor, but nobody really looks at that years to come when you look at your record. So hopefully they could bounce back and get a good win. But I don't think they're overly uh, worried about that COVID stuff because you never know who the person that tested. It could have been a coach, could have been a manager. You really don't know. Joe, your nemesis, he's back. He's back, the Candyman. The Candyman can. <laughs> Adam's been out a couple weeks, and every week Joe comes on. He's like, I got another winner for Candy. Stick it, Candy. He's not, he hasn't been here. Candy, I know you wanted to talk about bids, So you know, especially at the back end of the Mountain West Conference. They're getting two, three, four. What's going on? Well, I just got to be clear after being out for a couple weeks that it's not like I took Joe's advice and I was out there licking handrails and getting COVID. <laughs> like, that was not it. There are other things going on. Uh, but, yeah, I'm curious about this because if you look at the latest bracketology on ESPN – Joe, Boise and San Diego State in Colorado State as one of the last teams in, playing one of the play-in games. And then Utah State on the outside looking in. you feel like that's about right for where these teams are right now? You know, it really is. And I think for the Mountain West, this is something that they should just pray it stays this way because the Mountain West getting this many teams in, you know, it's kind of a weird year because, you know, some of the Blue Bloods, and we're going to be talking about that, are actually getting a chance now to maybe sneak back in. And then on the other hand, you know, you don't have the Ivy League bid. That adds another bid. So there's some more bids out there this year than haven't been in the past years. So this is the year to get the most teams in as we can. But I really think Colorado State, you know, they're 13-4. and four. You know, they're 2-3 and three against Quadrant uh, 1 when Utah State's 2-4. and four. And uh, the thing that really hurts Utah State is they've got two losses to Quadrant 3 teams. And that's really what is probably going to hold them back behind. They lost you know, two games to UNLV, I'm sorry, one game to UNLV, which really was uh, a game that really hurt them. That UNLV game, 59-56, uh, 
uh, that they got beat, that definitely hurts them, you know, losing that Quadrant 3 game. So, And then they did it again at Quadrant 3 to South Dakota State. Those two games are the ones that are holding them back. So I think the bracketology has it right. I think those are the, two, uh, the three teams that right now have a shot. But, you know, anything can happen. And that's the thing that gets scary when you look at these games coming up. You know, Boise and San Diego State, they're probably both going to stay. Maybe they'll split. But Colorado State's got the easier games. they got two at Air Force. they got Reno. they got New Mexico, and they got Reno again. Reno's still a tough team, man. They're knocking on the door as well. They feel like they got a chance. They're 9-5 and five in the conference, 14-7 and seven overall. If they can win out, maybe they can slide an opportunity. So there are some good games in Mountain West left to be played. Oh, I agree with you there, Joe, especially on the team from up north. I, I might be holding a, a small position on them to win the Mountain West Tournament just based on the way Sherfield can take over a game for that team. I'll tell you what, though, Joe, the thing that really gets me about what you just said is that Utah State being out of the tournament, I think ultimately, even though they don't deserve to get in at the moment, I think it's bad for the Mountain West overall because a player like Keita not being on the national stage I think is a loss for this conference to show that this type of athlete, this type of player can be on this stage. And, you know, the kid came back to try to win some games and just doesn't have the supporting cast around him this year. No, you're right. And those are definitely things to talk about, but you should have talked to the guy that was scheduling the games. I mean, that's the guy you should talk about because they weren't playing games, high quadrant one or two games early. You know, when you play South Dakota state and you play uh, Northern Iowa, and you play College of Idaho. I mean, there, there's games like that that don't really help you on the, on the deal. And then you already then you have Northern Colorado, another terrible game that they scheduled. And then you got to play San Jose twice. You got to play Air Force twice, and you got to play Mexico twice. You should have known to schedule better for that guy. So to me, to have eight quadrant four wins, I think that's what hurts them on the national stage. If they were to win after some stronger teams and played some teams with a better, stronger schedule. I think they would have an opportunity to be right where Colorado State is right now. So that's on them. You know, scheduling is a big part of this game. You know, you have to have somebody on your staff that can really schedule games, that knows what they're doing, can understand how the scheduling works. And I think they scheduled themselves right out of the NCAA tournament with those eight quadrant four games. Well, it sounds to me like you're saying that T.J. Otzelberger single-handedly is going to keep Utah State out because he lost. they lost to UNLV and they lost to South Dakota State. Hey, maybe, maybe that, that that'd be good. PJ could put a TJ could put a plaque in his office. That'd be great for him. Joe Esposito's with us, college basketball insider. All right, Joe. I know you hate the transfer portal, but you know it's going to be freaking Armageddon coming up. And now we're seeing kids late in the season bail out. You know, no year of eligibility has been used. But the story today: Pittsburgh loses junior point guard uh, Xavier Johnson. He was averaging 15 points a game, 81 career games at Pitt. Uh, he's out, and then Jeff Capel actually said, he doesn't sound upset about it, quote, it was in everyone's best interest that we part ways. Well, there, there obviously was issues with him, because when you look at it, the last, month of the, the last month of the season so far, he sat on the bench, came off the bench. He got 32 against Virginia Tech off the bench. I mean, he's got over 1,100 points. The guy can play. If you've watched Pittsburgh play, you know Xavier Johnson's a good player. So now he gets that year back, so he really has two years left. So he's going to go somewhere. I'm sure the must bus has already called him. I'm sure people are already contacted him because he'd be a good guy in that portal. Um, but then, you know, the other guy that goes ahead and leaves Duke, I mean, what do you, what do you think about that? You know, when, when Jalen Johnson leaves, I mean, they won four in a row. Now, Duke is a contender, not a pretender. I mean, you call it addition by subtraction. That's what I call it. They beat NC State by 16 without him. They beat Wake Forest by 24 without him. 
they beat Virginia by four and Syracuse by 14. Well, if you think about that, they're sitting at a 47 net. That's why I was talking about teams like Colorado State. They're at 45. Duke's right on their tail. Duke's got Louisville, Georgia Tech, and North Carolina left. If they win those games, they're going to slide in there, fellas. They're going to be right back in the ballgame. It is Duke. It is Coach K. So Colorado State better not lose any of those games because Duke is knocking on their door. They're two behind. Yeah, there's a, there's a well, I guess I would call it, yeah, I guess a bubble burster. Uh, some of those major programs on the way back, you know, I'm not going to accuse the committee of uh, leaning towards bigger programs, but uh, it would be attractive to get Duke into the tournament. And now all of a sudden, Michigan State is getting hot, and uh, Izzo's got a history. Uh, took out Indiana, took out number five, Illinois. Next up tomorrow is Ohio State, so they've got a chance. They still have five games left. Believe it or not, folks, they actually Michigan State actually has two games left against Michigan back-to-back on the fourth and the seventh, so Michigan State is very much alive for a bid. No, no question. They are. And you know what? The other thing is with them last night, they had a great game. They played hard as anything. They played against Illinois, and if you watch the game, it was such a physical game. You know, those games are so physical in that league. It's unbelievable. But Illinois was knocking on the door for a number one seed in the NCAA tournament. You know, Ohio State's pretty much the team right now everybody's talking about. Breathing down their neck is Alabama, Florida State, and Illinois. Now, Illinois comes off a win in seven in a row. They lose to Michigan State. They've got Nebraska after that. Then they got Wisconsin, Michigan, and Ohio State. They kind of controlled their own destiny, but now losing to Michigan State, it kind of might – hooked them in, the, in respect to the national stage, I still think Ohio State's probably going to hang on. If they can beat Michigan State, Iowa, and Illinois, they're going to get that number one seed. If Well, let's talk Baylor first, and then we'll, we'll address the, the number one seeds. What happened to Baylor last night? Well, you know, I guess they were a little rusty. JTT didn't play. JTT didn't play. I mean, he's their glue guy. I've been saying it all year. Former UNLV player, he's the glue. They're 18-0. and 0. They had sat out for three weeks. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, I just think that whole rust factor, guys thinking it's going to be an easy game. Iowa State is absolutely terrible. Yeah. And they're thinking, we're going to beat them, coach. You know, it's hard as a coach to keep your team motivated every night. When they look down the other side of court, they know those guys haven't won a conference game. Just look at Kansas State last night. How in the world does Kansas State beat Oklahoma? Amazing. You know, it's just unbelievable how these things happen. Georgia Tech, who I think is a pretty good team, they had a big upset last night against Virginia Tech. Um, So when you look at Baylor, I mean, I think it probably was the best thing that could happen to his team. They're down 17, six minutes to go in the first half. They hit the adversity. They can go one or two ways, man. Adversity causes you to break or it causes you to break records. And they broke a record last night by going 18-0 first time in school history. So I think that that game was good for them. Now they got to go to Allen Fieldhouse. They got to play Kansas. They better be ready for Kansas because Kansas is playing better. But I think that adversity will pay off for Baylor, and uh, Baylor's rolling into a number one seed, no question, in this tournament. Joe, if someone came to you from an apparel company and offered Cesar Chavez High School the jerseys the Kansas State wore last night which appeared to be lavender on top and purple on the bottom, like something out of some sort of, you know, pre-color film Hoosiers. Would you wear them? Hell yeah. I'm wearing those suckers so fast because I don't know if you know, but Cesar Chavez, we're proud to be a team that wears purple. There you we're go, a baby. Team. There we're the you purple go. people leaders, baby. See, Cesar it. Chavez could be the, I'm talking to <laughs> state right now here in Arizona. You know how it is. 
I mean, they got their high school coach working with ESPN. I mean, those guys are fired up. It's like I'm Dickie V for the high school coaches here. <laughs> Jesus Chavez, we're wearing purple. We're taking the contract. We're taking anybody out there who wants to send us cars, contracts, anyone. We're ready to go. We'll play anybody in, in, in Vegas. We'll come to Vegas. We'll do whatever you got to do. That was a good promo and good leading, Candy Man. I kind of like you again. Hey, hey, man. I got. I, I know I'll find my way back into your good graces one way or the other. So, let's uh, let's dig in when what you just said about that Kansas team, right? Because it seems like we were at the point about I don't know two three weeks ago, where we're talking about what's wrong with Kansas. How? Why can't this team figure it out? Tough game against Texas overall last night, but they've looked a lot better. And I've seen a lot of people pointing to Bill Self tweaking the defense. Yeah, you know, they've played a little bit differently on defense. And, and you know, for, for the most part, um, they have played better, you know, because they won five out of their last six. They lost to Texas uh, yesterday, you know, 75-72. Um, but they beat a really good Texas Tech team, an Iowa State team. They didn't really play hard against them, I didn't think. I really thought they played good against Oklahoma State. Um, but they've had their, their ups and downs at times. But I really think that he's, he's done a good job of keeping his guys together. I mean, I think they're on a good streak right now. When you look at their overall, they do are they are five and eight in quadrant one, which isn't the greatest record, but they haven't had a loss in quadrant two, three, or four. So I think they're getting better. Their net keeps moving up. I mean, they're in a really strong league. You know, when you look at that league, they're in a strong league. They're 17 in the net. They're going to the NCAA tournament. That is going to be a great conference championship to watch with teams that are, you know, when you look, Texas has got a chance in Oklahoma. You know, even though they got beat last night, they've got six possible teams in the top 20. So they're really going to be a lot of fun, but I think Kansas is heading in the right direction. Last night, tough game against Texas, but, you know, Texas was make or break. They need that win so bad because they were really struggling there for a while. Joe, am I crazy for saying that um, I think one of the number one seeds will make the Final Four? I'm looking at the odds board. Uh, I'm not super confident that, you know, Gonzaga and Baylor are absolute locks. And then from there, it's – you know, it's there, there's so much balance. Uh, is is there a possibility that only one of the number one seeds makes the final four? I'm gonna I'll take that pizza bet we had last year. I think two are gonna make it. I think two yeah. number one seeds are gonna make it, and I really believe that because I think that those teams have so much confidence right now, and they're playing. When you have two teams that are undefeated, and you have one team that's only lost one game, those kids don't know anything but winning, and they've got the momentum and they've got the confidence. I think those three teams, Gonzaga, Baylor, and Michigan. I think two of them are going to make it to the Final Four. I really do. They haven't really dealt with a ton of adversity. Baylor, like I said last night, has. You know, Gonzaga came off a 17-day break, and they, they played well and won another game after that. Michigan bounced back after a break. Those teams have seen adversity. They've got really good players. They're really playing with each other. And I really think those three teams are going to make a push for the Final Four. Coach Joe, uh, we got two minutes left, so let's uh... – Let's get this one from you. How is Senior Day going to be handled around the country? I mean, there's so many factors here. Um, I mean, are there going to be dead giveaways where there's a senior who's not part of Senior Day? Like, what do you do? Because we have all these decisions on do players want to come back, do coaches want them to come back? I know it's going to be interesting because they get that free year. Now, remember, they only get the free year at the school they're at. So if you're a senior at Wisconsin and you decide to go to UNLV, UNLV's got to make up that scholarship. You don't get that free scholarship. So Wisconsin's a great example. They've got a really good team. They're really old. They've got six seniors. They've, they've messed in the top 25 the whole entire year. They've been up and down top 25. They've, their six seniors come back. They potentially could have 19 scholarship players. So the NCAA is allowing those seniors, those scholarships back. Now, if you're an underclassman, 
the school's got to use their normal uh, scholarship deal with it. So that's how that's going to fall through. Some are going to really do well. Georgia Tech's got four senior starters. They're having a good year. Um, if you look at the kid at Rhode Island, uh, Fats Russell, he's leaving. He's a really good guard. He's leaving. But Missouri State, best player in the league, he's a senior. He's coming back. He announced it on the radio just a couple days ago. So it's going to be interesting to see how coaches recruit. You know, that one-time transfer waiver is something. Here's the big thing. It's a free year, one-time transfer waiver, go anywhere, play right away. The NBA draft looks like it's going to be pushed from June to August. And how's the money going to work with this image and likeness? Who's going to be getting paid? How are they going to get paid? And are players going to stay around and think they can make some money next year in the NCAA? You said that kid Fats Russell is leaving? Fats Russell is leaving. You know, see, yesterday he's leaving Rhode Island. He's a really good player. Yeah, I was watching him him over the weekend. It was a really good point guard battle against George Washington. And, uh, I mean, the kid's 5'10 and like 101 pounds. So, I don't know. As an old guy now, uh, the way I look at it is I would stay in school forever before becoming an adult, and I would exhaust every uh, eligibility option I have. No question. I would stay, too, unless I was a first-round pick. And it's funny you say that there's only one senior right now, only one senior in the country that's projected as an NBA first-rounder, and that's the big boy over at Gonzaga, Corey. Um, Kispert, I believe. is Yeah, Kispert. Yeah, yeah. He's the only guy that's projected as a first-rounder. Uh, all the other seniors know as a first-rounder. They should all come back, have a great year, and watch Wisconsin make a run to the Final Four with six senior seniors. What do you call them? Senior, senior? Double senior? <laughs> senior square? <laughs> senior square. <laughs> there you go. All right, Joe. That was awesome. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, guys. Great talking to you. I'll see you next week. There he is, Coach Joe Esposito. was here at UNLV, Texas Tech, Minnesota over the years, and yeah, uh, Fats Russell. And not to rip him because, you know, hey, guess what? Financially, maybe he needs to go play professional basketball. And it might not be the NBA. It might be overseas. But, uh, yeah, interesting. Fats, but he, he really is like 5'10 and probably 155 pounds. But yeah. he was a fat baby, and it stuck forever. Two T's, by the way, in Fats. He's that fat. Two T's. Impressive. wonder how fat he was as a baby. Talking like 9, 10, 13 pounds. I mean, it's got to be some sort of, like, mutant baby with, like, the, you know, like a two-foot head or something like that. <laughs> then right? he doesn't grow. Yeah. Then he's a little guy playing basketball. Uh, good times with Mr. Sunshine coming up. Uh, nice job in Baltimore by John Harbaugh. Join the conversation on Twitter at Cofield & Co.